You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. This is a special Truva Sapoiskim special because we have a chance to introduce someone who has not yet been on our platform, Chasna de Benesia, uh, Rabbi Arye Feathergrun. He took a call from me, pretty much cold, uh, to speak about this Indian and has prepared something which I think is timely and timeless at the same time. So it's uh, it's the topic I think we're going to let him uh, develop. Rav Arye, thank you so much for coming and speaking to us today. Okay, thank you, Rav Kivalevitz, uh for asking me to speak, and it's uh, my pleasure. Uh, somebody goes missing. Somebody goes missing. Different situations where somebody goes missing. Uh, what are the halachic uh, nafkaminas, what are the ramifications in those scenarios? So the most recent one that's on the news now, which is uh, the reason for discussing it now, um, although I don't think any Jews were, were uh, in that situation, is uh, the Titan submersible. Uh, but it really, it applies to many different scenarios, unfortunately. It's, uh, it's, these are tragic situations, um, but halacha deals with every case, every scenario, and everything in life. And so questions come up where, let's say, with the Twin Towers by 9-11, uh, this came up of a person's missing. So how does Halacha deal with it on, uh, on various levels? Um, this was discussed by Moshe with regards to Holocaust survivors, that they were married before the Holocaust um, and they can't find their spouse. There's no records of them dying, of them being murdered. Uh, so then how do you deal with those situations? Does, is the wife... Uh, an aguna or not? Couldn't she allowed to remarry? It's relevance not just to whether or not she's an aguna. It has relevance to other halachic uh, uh, decisions as well. So, for example, uh, when does a person sit sh- sh- shiva? When does a person sit shiva? Uh, and the answers to these questions uh, could all be different uh, depending on the question that's being asked. Uh, what about the ksuba? When does when would the wife receive the ksuba or yerusha inheritance? When does this? Uh, when, when do all these kick in? And for each one, it's a different question. One's dinay mamanis. One's um, isurim. Uh, the, the whether the wife is allowed to remarry. Uh, so just to point out, when it comes to shiva, so there's a marami Rutenberg, uh, which uh, he was discussing a different scenario, a slightly different scenario. But the marami Rutenberg it says that when a person gives up on finding the body, that's when a person should should shiva. So it's not really about whether or not the person actually, or, or, or the level of proof that we need to, to say that somebody died, but it's when a person gives up on trying to find the body. So then that's when a person said shiva. This had this has had many complications during 9-11 because uh, during 9-11, they didn't really give up on finding the body. It could be it could be months or years um, till they till they uh, went through everything to try to find any 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 uh any form of the body so there's a big question at that time when should family sit shiva and different postkim we're not going to get into it now but uh some postkim said to sit shiva right away others delayed it by a little bit um but that that's really its own category its own that has its own uh analysis and uh, trying to figure out with regards to um sitting and, shiva and it's not as homer either right Ravarie, because uh, it's a drabonon, whereas here we're talking about being matronacious ish. So obviously, the tsar that you might feel that could generate your sense of avelus is different than the halachic bar that needs to be reached to allow her to remarry. 
again, it, yeah, it's a, it's the, the bar the bar is different, and the now the conceptual analysis is also based on tsar potentially, and not based on whether lamaisa the person died. Does that come up? And the question that we will deal with uh, for the most part today is the question of whether or not the wife is an aguna or whether she's allowed to remarry. At what stage do we say that? Your picture. Whenever we have somebody who who uh, uh, we have a limited um, proof that a person died. So we are very lenient. We are extremely lenient when it comes to what type of witnesses, what type of Adem we, we, we could have and how many Adem we have. Um, and so this is, I have here from the Shulchan Arach. These are found, this is in the Gemaras in, uh, in Yevamos, towards the end of Yevamos. Uh, but just uh, quickly, this is just to give, give you a little bit of a bigger picture. Um, even the wife, even the wife of the husband is allowed to come to, to Beisden and to be made to testify uh, that her husband died, and we believe her. We believe her, and that's that's enough. Even though that wouldn't be accepted in any other in any other situation, but we the Gemara says that we're we're makeo, we're lenient in this situation. Um, part of it again, it's a big discussion, so we're not gonna we're not gonna have time to 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 get into all the uh, all the analysis here. Uh, but uh, part of it is because she's daikomintzibot because the the ramifications of let's say the husband's really alive and she's lying to us. Um, so then if the husband comes back, even if she's not lying, but she, she just uh, misread the, the situation, if the husband comes back and the husband's really alive, and let's say she went and married somebody else, the ramifications are really, it's very significant. She has to get divorced and many other um, uh, ramifications. The children could be mamzerim. Um, so she's daikum as well. She's really going to look into the matter very well uh, before she remarries. So in terms of the 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 number of adim, so for that, and which type of Adam we use, so for that, we're, we're makeo for. We're, we're for, uh, where a witness comes to us and says that we know that the person was killed at war, uh, or that the building fell on them, or, or, or let's say an animal attacked them, or there was a fire in the house. These are all different uh, scenarios, which are discussed in the Gemara and in the Shulchan Aruch. And so we actually, we don't believe them, because there could they they could they could be in a situation where if they were there they're the witnesses they were also there they're present at the time at the time of the danger they're running for their lives as well and so they can misread the situation they could uh, who said that they they really know it's true they think we're not we're not we don't suspect them of lying necessarily uh, they're they they think the person died but do they really know do they really know what actually happened they themselves are in a state of danger and so. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't trust them. We we don't trust them in those in those scenarios. So even though we'll be making when it comes to the number of witnesses and what type of witnesses uh, we will accept, uh, but when it comes to the facts on the ground, what they say to base, then so for that we will be uh, very serious about. We want to make sure with certainty. Um, as was mentioned before, these are these are derises, these are aishasis uh, potential aishas ish uh, scenarios. Um, and so, therefore, what they say, uh, we have to be, we have to have a higher level of certainty to make sure uh, that the person, based on based on what they say, that the person actually died. So that's a little bit of the the broader uh, background. And now I wanna I wanna get into the specific case of um, of somebody who uh, uh, somebody who is missing at sea, let's say, and we'll extend it to other cases as well. Um, so I really, I want to discuss four different questions. If we have time for the four questions, I hope we'll have time for these four questions. Uh, but the first question is, um, what happens in that scenario? Uh, that scenario is referred to in the Gemara as Maim She'in Lam Sof. 
uh, a situation where a person is out at sea um, and uh, we, we, we cannot see as a SEE, where we cannot, we cannot, we cannot look and see that there, there's a way, there's a, maybe the, we don't see all the, all the land that's around there. Um, and so there's a potential, there's a small chance, we'll get into that also, uh, the level of the, what's the probability of this, uh, but there's a chance that the person, we saw them drown, but it could be that they, they survived. And they went out on the other side that there's maybe there's some land far away that they uh, that they were able to swim towards or they found some some way of survival by hanging onto a tree or something, whatever, something that's nearby that we cannot see. It's beyond our vision. So then is is that if a person just sees a person, another person drown. So then is that uh, is that acceptable? Is that sufficient proof? So that's really question number one. Uh, that's question number one. Question number two is that if that's not sufficient proof, what if there are other factors involved? What happens if there's different scenarios where, let's say there's an explosion as well in the, in the ocean. Let's say it was an explosion, or let's say there are sharks. Uh, the post can discuss different cases of sharks, or there's other factors at play besides the fact that the person might drown. There's another factor at play here, that, which is that um, there's other dangers, other dangerous uh, factors uh, to consider. Um, so that's that's question number two. Question number three that I hope to address is: Would nowadays, today, in our day, where uh, we have a lot better communication and it's a smaller world today, so then does this concept of maim she'inlam sof that it's, there's a possibility for the person who we see would perceive as drowning that he reached the other side, uh, that he was able to survive somehow? We're not able to see it. But in, in today's in today's world, where we're able to communicate so easily, so then uh, if the person actually survived, so then we would actually we would find out about it at some point in time. So should that play a role in this in this decision making process to know if the if the person has not uh, reached out to us within a certain amount of time, are we able to then say, you know what, uh, there's a there's a very very high likelihood that the person is no longer alive. Otherwise, we otherwise we would have found out about it. We would have, as somebody would have uh, seen the person. It's a very small world. Uh, we would have found out about it. Um, and then we have a, a fourth question, which which if we have time, we'll deal with. Which is perhaps ignoring the third factor, which we just mentioned, which is um, maybe it's a small enough world that um, we're, we're, we are able to see the entire world. There is no concept of not seeing the entire world. Uh, maybe the fourth factor. Uh, which is questionable, but I hope we'll have time to get into this, which is, let's say we cannot see them. Let's say they could go to somewhere, they could go to the middle of nowhere, and um, nobody would, nobody would find, find out about it. But could we, based on, based on the factor that, you know what, why didn't they reach out to us? In the end of the day, this person just went missing. How come, how come there was no communication? Why didn't they reach out to us? Why didn't this person uh, call somebody why did not this person try to find a way back home? Is that sufficient proof uh, to prove that the person, the fact that they didn't communicate with us, even if there is a potential for them to, to fall off the map? Let's say they could fall off the map, but the, the factor that they didn't reach out to us, should that be included in this decision-making process to say that uh, this, this would be sufficient proof uh, that the, all these topics, this is really, it's a localized, if anybody wants to go through this, it's in the end of Yevamos, really... Don't need other places in Chas necessarily to, to analyze this. Um, 
uh, in this third source in Yevamos, towards the end, in Kufchof Aleph Omer Aleph, the Chacham say, and this is how we paskin, Mayim Sheishlam Sof Ishtam Teres, if we're able to uh, see, as we're going to see, Abaye will explain that it's Kulsha Omid Rome Arbu Chosav, a person could tell all the land, it's basically uh, all the land from all four sides, and therefore the person knows with certainty that the person drowned, because they, they could tell, they could they, they, they could observe and watch. It's a very small, um, small lake or, or, or whatever it is, or uh, uh, a mikvah uh, by, by a cave, which is also discussed in, in the Gemara. It's a small, small, uh, small body of water. So then in such a scenario, uh, we know for sure that the person drowned, or it's sufficient, it's sufficient uh, proof uh, to Paskin that the wife is allowed to remarry. But if it's She'en Lahemsof, which is our discussion, where it's a, a huge body of water and there's concern that maybe we didn't see it. Uh, we didn't catch them surviving somehow. So then Ishtu Asura, we say that uh, the wife is Asur. She's not allowed to remarry. She's not allowed to remarry based on this concern. Now we'll just read uh, one more line in the Gemara and then we'll we'll try to figure out what's going on here. The Gemara says, I'm skipping a little bit to the last line. This is in uh, a few lines later in the Gemara. The Gemara says, The halacha is that regardless of who, who we're talking about, which we'll get to hopefully soon, uh, but they're not allowed to get married. However, let's say she went off and, and she didn't follow halacha and she got married, or she didn't know that this was the halacha and she got married. Either way, we say that she's allowed to stay married. So it's sufficient. It's a sufficient proof. It's enough of a riot to say, that she's allowed to stay married, but she's not allowed to uh, get married in the first place. Uh, so the question that the Rishonim, I believe the Rishonim, not explicitly, but I believe implicitly what they what they grapple with is what is this idea that they're not allowed to remarry? We say this isn't a sufficient proof. This isn't sufficient proof to say uh, that uh, that he died. But we allow them, we, we allow her to stay married. Why is this? Why is it that lechatzila we don't allow it? What is this chumra? What level of chumra is this that we're machmir? And but we say that uh, she's allowed to stay married. Uh, so there are um, there's a tosos in Yivamos in Lamed Vav. Tosos says that really the concern here is that really let's say so we should follow road majority statistical majority of the time uh, the person will not survive. But he says that there's a mir hamatsu. He also says that there's a mir hamatsu, that there's a minority, but a significant minority. There's a significant minority probability that uh, he did survive. And so that's why l'chatzchila we will be machmir. Midrabanan, on a midrabanan will be machmir, because there's there's a there's a chance, it's a, it's a higher level chance. It's not a majority, but there's a chance of survival. B'dyeved, Tosu says that we will we will be makel. The devil will follow the rov if she remarries, so then we'll let her stay married. But lechatzila we follow the mir hamatzu. We follow the mir hamatzu. That's what Tosu says in one place. Tosu is another place in Bechoros, and also the rush in Yevamos. They say that no, there's really that b'dieved. The reason why we're makel b'dieved uh, is because it's not a mir hamatzu. Potentially, if it was a mir hamatzu, so then we would be machmer even b'dieved. Rabbi Kivyeger says, Rabbi Kivyeger says that if it would be a case where it's a mira matzoi, let's say you have a scenario where there, there is a significant chance, not a majority, but there's a significant chance uh, that the person survived. 
potentially, according to this opinion, we will be machmer even b'dievet. We'll tell them to get divorced, says Rabbi Kivager, according to this opinion, according to the to, to the Rush and Tosos elsewhere. Uh, but the reason why the reason why we're machmir here is because there's really a very low chance. But we're machmir here because of chumrah de ish. It's an added chumrah of ish. We really want to make sure because uh, because we're dealing with uh, playing with uh, with fire here. This is really this is adultery, ish uh, ish. And so therefore, we want to make sure we, we have a, a higher level chumrah midirabanan to say that they can't get married. But b'diavad we could be mekel. According to Tosos. In order to be, in order to be machmir, it has to be a miramatsu. Has to be a miramatsu. Uh, it has to be significant uh, minority. And so, therefore, according to Tosfos, if it was, if it was a very low chance, according to Tosfos, we could be make a leave in lechatchila. Seemingly, potentially, we could be make a leave in lechatchila if it was a very small chance. And some posts can use this as a sniff when they're paskening to to figure out what to do in these cases. They say, according to Tosfos. Uh, if uh, if it's a very low chance, so then he would be mekel even lechatzchila. And according to the Rush and uh, Tosos and Bechoros, um, according they they hold that no, there's already a small chance. If it was if there was a high, if you have a scenario where there's a higher chance, also mean that will be mekel. It could mean that in different scenarios of b'diavet, like shasat chak, shasat chak is b'diavet dummy. So post use shasat chak b'diavet dummy to tell you that if it's a shasat chak, if it's a uh, if it's a uh, Every case of of, of uh, allowing uh, the woman to remarry is potentially you could view that as a shatzal chak. But clearly, the Gemara doesn't view this as a shatzal chak. But if you have a case of a shatzal chak, let's say like uh, potentially like uh, after the Holocaust, you have uh, you have after the Holocaust, Chayyishal uh, fell apart, where, where we have to rebuild. So potentially, that's a shatzal chak to say we have to rebuild. It's a time to rebuild, and uh, we allow her to to remarry. That bidiyevik shatzal chak will. We'll view that we'll view that as as b'diavet. Other cases of b'diavet would be let's say we're not talking about one person, also similar to the case of the Holocaust, but also potentially 9/11. We're dealing with many people. We're discussing many people. We're not just discussing one individual, one person who was drowned. But we're discussing many people. That could also be viewed as as b'diavet. Um, now it's uh, it's interesting. Uh, the 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 poskim the chasam sofer. And uh, Rav Moshe, uh, they actually point out that it's not, the, the, how do you explain, it seems to be a steer in Tosos, it also seems to be a steer in the rush as to um, whether or not we're dealing with a Mira Matsui here, or whether it's a, it's an extra Chumrah, that there's not a Mira Matsui, but it's an extra Chumrah, because the rush says both also in two places, and so does, so does Tosos in both places. And so they try to come up and explain how they're really not arguing with each other. And so, and so, uh, they 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 have different ways of formulating it. Um, we're not going to be able to see this inside. One of them is in is in Ramosha and Benazir, Chelik Aleph, Simim Aleph. The Chasam Sofer has a different way of explaining it. But essentially, this is this is how the Chasam Sofer explains it. He says that really they're not arguing. Really, these two opinions, these two sheets, are not arguing. The the sheet that says it's Matsui is everybody agrees to. It's a Miramatsui. There's there's a significant uh, chance. Not a majority, but there's a significant chance of survival. In all these cases that the that the, the Gemara is referring to, there's a significant chance of survival. But that's only up to the point in time where um, she, unless if, she, but if she re, if she remarries, let's say she gets married, which is the case of the Gemara Bediyeh. But let's say she gets married, she's only going to get married if she's Daiko Mitzvah, if she really looks into the matter. So 
both factors combined, the fact that there's such a low chance and the fact that she looked into it, she was Daiko Mitzvah, she knows what's at play here. And so she's really looking to the matter to know for sure whether in her mind, whether or not her husband's alive or not. So both factors now change the probability to being totally insignificant. It becomes totally insignificant. And when and when the rush and Tosa say that they're, it's really a, a very low level, so they say that it's really referring to the case of um, where she remarries. When she gets when she gets married, so then there's such a such a low chance, and so therefore we will we will be makel. That's how the Chassam Sofer says it. Um, Rav Moshe says it slightly differently. Rav Moshe says it slightly differently. He says that it's really a time factor. It's not about whether she remarries, which could, which might be have its own complications. But Rav Moshe says it's a time factor at the very beginning. So then. Uh, there's a there's a there's a significant chance that maybe they survive. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look for them. We're gonna search for them. We're gonna try to make because there's a chance of survival. There's a there's a small chance of survival. So we'll we'll send the rescue teams to hopefully find something. But after some amount of time, it's unclear what that amount of time is. Um, Moshe points that out. But after some amount of time, where they 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 the the probability just it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So then. Uh, there's more of a reason uh, to be makel, says Ramosha. He says there's more of a reason to be makel. He, he says we still have to be machmir. He says we have to be machmir because it's a low plug, and we never know when that time is. Because since initially we thought that there was a significant uh, chance, uh, so therefore uh, we'll, we'll be machmir uh, in, the, in that in that beginning point in time. Even though as time goes on, there's less and less of a chance of survival. But because we're machmir to begin with, and we never know what that point in time is. Uh, so we'll make a little plug and say that we have to be, we, we always have to be machmir. Uh, so Ramosha says that it's, uh, that there's a, there's a, it's about, it's about the amount of, it's about the amount of time. So Ramosha says, but if, if from the onset, from the very beginning, it was a very low chance of survival. If the situation happens to be a situation where there's an extremely, extremely low chance of survival. So then it's another reason to be makeup. The only reason why we're machmir for the low plug is because it's a situation where at the very beginning there was a chance of survival. At the very beginning there was a chance of survival. We'll, we'll, we'll try to find them. We'll try to rescue them. So if there was a chance of survival at the very beginning, so then we're going to make a little plug and say we have to be machmir moving forward. Even as time goes on, the chances are uh, there's less of a chance of survival, but we have to continue to be machmir. But if at the very beginning uh, we we had to, uh, there, there was a significant chance, so then, so sorry, if at the very beginning there was a very low chance, so then we then uh, then we could be makel. That's a, that's what that's what Ramosha says. So the Chum okay. Seifer is saying the way I understand a lot. I didn't see it is that even though if you would look at this type of event and say objectively enough people survive from what we know about it, but if you add to it as you say the daikaminsava, so clearly it doesn't necessarily align to the standard. In other words, obviously, Chazal have to create a sort of a, they have to create a a a a, a, a typical case, uh, a certain type of event, and call that event miyudamotzi. But we know that that's inexact. Her daiku minseva is a proof that this didn't align to what we think was the standard situation in that case. Correct. Because, correct. Because her research indicates, because we assume she's doing that research because of, as you said before, the ricochet effect it's going to have on her. So therefore, we can take a look at that case and say, it must be, based on what she did, we can look at it and say, that was a miyuche'en 
even though normally most cases like that, obviously the whole heter, why we don't need real edus is based on daiko mitzvah. But as you say, that's only in a case where, um, you know, like, like you say, it's a chance where, where, where generally we would assume uh, it's dead. He's dead. He died, we, just yeah. don't have, we just don't have the edus. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we, we quickly addressed uh, the first question is, well, what happens if there are other factors? What happens if, there's other reasons to assume that um, that the, the person died, besides the fact that we know that the person was drowned. So if we return back to the Gemara in Kofkafalchum and Alfin Vamos, moving back to the to Amr of Ashi, Ravashi suggests, and this is a Shita, Hadam Rabana Maim Shinlam Sof, Ishtu Asura, Hani Mili Binish to Amma, Abutsurbi Miraban and Lo, Itisalaki Kala Isla. Rav Ashi says, and uh, with regards to Tamil Chacham, but the Gemara also says in Kuf Kuf Alfam Beis, I believe, that it's also with regards to any uh, Gavar Rabbah, somebody who's well known, that if they if they if they survived, another factor to, to take into account is that if they survived, so then uh, people would have found out about it. They have a call. There's a people people know about them. People recognize them, and people would have found out about it. That's what Rav Ashi says. And so therefore, both both factors, the fact that the person is a high is a is a Good chance that the person did not did not survive, and taking that into account with the fact that this is a person who's well known, so then both factors could could be sufficient uh, proof that he died for for halacha to allow her to remarry. That's the sheet of Ravashi. The Gemara says it's not true. The way we pass it is not true. It's not true. We won't we won't make uh, we don't differentiate between the two, and potentially the reason for this is it's a low plug. Uh, just like it applies, if it applies to, to to your average person, to say that we'll be machmer lechatzila, so then we're also we'll also be machmer lechatzila when it comes to uh, somebody who's well known or a tamal chacham, uh, we'll be machmer there as well. Um, and so we have a low plug. We have a concept of low plug where we won't differentiate between the two. So at first glance, it seems like from the Gemara we should be machmer. There's other factors at play. Low plug, we should be machmer and say that it doesn't make a difference. Any case where we have such a scenario, we should. Uh, we should be machmer. We shouldn't take those other factors into account. However, uh, there is a Mishkan Oseyakov, which is found in the Pisne Tshuva, Eben Ezer, Simeon Yedzayin, Sifkat, and Koflam, and Gimel. Um, and the Mishkan Oseyakov, he says that they would discuss this. He was a, he was a student. He was a Talmud in, in Velazhin. And he says this was discussed in Velazhin. He remembers uh, scenarios like the, as follows that, that were discussed. He gives a, a situation where a person Jumped off of a of a bridge onto um, freezing cold ice. Um, so first of all, they jumped off a place where it's known that a person can't survive from jumping that high. It was too high uh, that a person would, statistically speaking, there's a very low chance of survival. Um, and it's onto ice and then falls into the sea, falls into the water. So we have multiple factors here at play uh, where. Uh, they're basically what he refers to as tray ruba, two roves. We have we have two roves. We have the factor of the fact that he's going to drown. There's a high. There's a rove that he that he that he's going to drown. There's a rove that jumping off this bridge and then falling into ice. There's a there's a very low chance of survival. You have two roves, and therefore we could be makel. Um, so uh, that's uh um that that's what he says. He says that he says that we can makel, and this is this is what was discussed in Velazhin, and the Rabbanim in Velazhin were makel, and he's also makel. And the Pisli Chuva asks, how could you be makel in such a scenario? How could you be makel? It goes against the Gemara. We just said in the Gemara that when you have multiple factors of rows, 
you have the rove that the person drowned, and you have the rove that if this person's a tamachacham, he's well known, he's people know about him. There's a, there's a low chance that he survived and nobody found out about it. We have two rows. So if we have two rows, we're still machmir, says the Gemara. So the Pisgah Yuvah asks, well, the Mishnah Yaakov, how could you be ma- How could you be Mako? Just because there's two rows, the Gemara discussed the case of two rows, and we're still machmir. So why should we Mako in the case of two rows for the Mishnah Yaakov? And they discuss other cases, uh, other postings. They, they bring down this concept of trade ruba, of let's say you have sharks potentially, let's say in the water. So there's there's a low chance of survival. They, they brought this up by 9-11. It was also brought up, uh, Ravadji Yusef brings up trade ruba by 9-11, um, of, of a very low chance of two roves combining different factors of whether the person could survive. But how could we be Mako based on this? The Gemara said that if we have two factors, the fact that the person drowned and he, he would have, somebody would have seen him. So we're, 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 we're still Machmir. So how could we be, how could we be Mako? Okay. Uh, one answer to this question. He says, he says this is similar to, let's say, a Svek Sveka. This is like a Svek Sveka. You have two Svekos here. You have one suffix about whether or not they survived uh, situation fall. one. And then you have another suffix about whether, whether or not they survived, uh, yeah. whether or not, uh, the, the, let's say, by the Tamachacham, whether or not somebody saw him. So he says that by a Svek Sveka, if you have a suffix, Echad Begoth, the Echad Betarobes, there's, there's an inherent suffix with regards to the, the actual matter at hand. And then there's another suffix about when it gets mixed into something else. Now it's mixed into something else. So that's another suffix. We don't know where it is. So in that case, we're machmir. Suffix echel begoth echel betarovis, we're machmir. Why? To explain to Yusuf that once we paskin on the first suffix, that will be machmir. On the first suffix, we say echel begoth, that no, this is, we machmir to view this as davr shel iser. So then it's halachically, it's a davr shalisser. So then once it goes into the tyrovas, we have to work off the first psak that it's an iser. So then we'll be machmer to say this tyrovas is, is, is an iser. Um, and so therefore, uh, we won't apply the, the kula sex fika when it's echa begof, echa tyrovas. says we could say the same thing in our case of the tamil chacham. Because we have two sfekos here. One suffix is we don't know if the person survived. And we paskin. We're machmer. To say that we it's it's not enough proof to allow her to remarry. You say that it's as if uh, we're, we're concerned that maybe he maybe he survived, and so therefore we will be will be machmir. Once we pass in that we're machmir, so then we're machmir. We we assume that he survived. Allahically, from Allah's perspective, we have to be concerned that he survived. In fact, I, I believe uh, it's brought down by the Bali Musar that once they pass in that he survived, so then it actually is a school that uh, people will survive in such scenarios because halacha. <laughs> it's uh, it, it reflects uh, they're, they're going to impact reality. Um, anyways, but uh, but that's that, that's how we pass him. So that suffix done with. We pass him that that he'll survive. There's another suffix later on that. Well, if he's somebody who's well known, he's popular. He's a Tamil chacham. He's a gaver rabbo. So then people will find out. People will see him. That's an independent suffix after we already paskin the lechumra. It's already we already paskin lechumra to say that he survived. So now that we have another suffix, well, in that other suffix, we also have to be machmir, even though there's a rove, let's say there's a rove chance that people will, will find him, but we're machmir. Just like in the first case, we're machmir uh, for, for the for the mira matzoi or for the even for the for less than that. Uh, but in that second suffix, we'll also be machmir because we're talking about, uh, we already paskin. When the suffix, second suffix comes about, we already paskin on the first suffix. That's when it comes to the case of the Gemara. 
But when it comes to the case of Trey Rube, which uh, the Mishkanos Yaakov discussed, and they discussed when he says in the Lajan, they discussed, and when the Post can bring, bring down uh, the different scenarios, let's say potentially 9 11 and other scenarios, that's when it's happening all at the same time. It's happening all at the same time. It's discussing a scenario. The person jumps off the bridge and lands, breaks into ice and falls into the water. It's all, all of it is happening at the same time. So it's one question. And that one question is right now, what is happening here in this, in this scenario? Is what, what are the chances? And so based on these two rows, these two rows, these two different uh, rows could then lower it down. It, it lowers it to, uh, to, to really very much to, to, to insignificant, uh, completely insignificant. You could potentially have this even potentially, uh, if it's based on statistics, you could potentially have this in scenarios where it has the same low level of, uh, potentially a low level of probability. Uh, but uh, the Mishnah Yaakov is discussing Trey Rube, where we have both both situations at hand. And so therefore, in that situation, it lowers the, the possibilities uh, to be to being uh, extremely, extremely insignificant. Some postkim uh, mentioned that uh, it's like a Svek Sveka. It's like a we can be makeup because it's like a, they, they compare it to a to Svek Sveka. Uh, the Chazan Ish here and Evan Ezer at Laman Al Zayn also discusses this. He gives a slightly different answer. He says, uh, In the case of the Kilos Yaakov, the two rows are discussing the same issue. Potentially, you could understand this maybe as a similar answer, as the same answer, but the two rows are Lemisa, Ubedivre Tosvos, our Gemara, which Tosvos was discussing, Chad Ruba Lemisa, Vachad Ruba Meir Alamisa. We're discussing two different issues. It's not the same issue at hand, it's two different issues. He calls it, one rove is to figure out, did the person die or not? What happened? What are the chances of survival in, the, in this situation? And the other rove about the Talmud's Tachlam is not about the situation at hand, but it's a rove on, is this edus alamisa? Is this testimony? Is this deficient testimony on the event that happened? It's not about the event itself, but it's after the fact. Is it could it could it reveal to us about what happened at the event? And so therefore we're discussing two different issues. It's not like the mission of Jacob where we're only discussing the situation at hand of what happened. It's discussing two different two different issues. One is the rove on the Misa, and one is on the rove after the fact. On would this also add into the ages of what happened uh, months or years before? Uh, and so the, the Chazanish uh differentiates between the two, just to point out, uh as a side note, is that the Chazanish in the end says that he doesn't uh, he doesn't agree, he doesn't agree with the Mishkanos Yaakov, but uh, a way to explain how the Mishkanos Yaakov would work with the Gemara um, is what he, is what he is what we addressed before. Yeah, well, I'm not sure if he doesn't understand the logic. He just he's afraid to be Mechadesh, as you see, right? Yeah, he said, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Even though, uh, like as you as you've done such an excellent job explaining it, there is a logic here, but. We can't necessarily take that. Take. Are we living in a world that's uh, no longer uh, a mind machine lamsof? Are we living in a world where there's no longer a mind machine lamsof today, where there's so much communication around and there's so much? Uh, it's so easy to uh, to find out about uh, to find out about other people. So then, are we living in are we living in such a world? Um, so this really goes back um, to the 15th century, the Truma Sedeshin. Um, in Kuflam Etes, the Trumas Adeshin already discusses this in the 15th century. And he says that in our day, in the 15th century, 
we could already be, um, we could already, our, our level of communication is so much greater than in the times of the Gemara. And there's room to say that we'll be able to find out about, um, about, about people, that if there's somebody around, somebody will find them, which is basically what the Gemara entertained as a possibility with regards to the Tamil Chacham, right? The Gemara said, for the Tamil Chacham, Ravashi said this, Ravashi said for the Tamil Chacham, we could be Mako because somebody will, somebody will see them. It's no longer, a, for, for the Tamil Chacham, it's not a Mayim Shailam Sof. Somebody will find out about the Tamil Chacham. The Gemara in the end says that, no, we're not going to, we're not going to, we're, we're going to be Mahmer, we're going to apply a low plug. Um, but as Rav Moshe points out, potentially in the, for the Trumas Adeshen, if everybody has the status of the Tamil Chacham, if every, the, the Gemara said we'll be Mahmer because there's, we have to make a low plug. Some people, people won't find out about. For the Tamil Chacham, for the Gavarabba, we will find out about. So we have to make a low plug. But if we come to a point in time where there's so much communication and such a small world where everybody will, people will find out about everybody. So then Ramosha says, so then there's no need for the, there's no low plug anymore. Everybody, everybody will be included. The only reason to be Mahmer for the Tamil Chacham is because there are other people out there, the majority, let's say the majority out there, uh, where, where people won't, won't necessarily find out about. Um, but if we, if we live in a world where, um, where it's such a small world, so then for everybody, and we'll be able to find out about everybody. So then, so then maybe we could be Mako. Now, the Truva Zadesha is an Evan Ezra Aleph Mem Gimel. Um, and he's discussing that's the Truva that Ramosha discusses about the Holocaust and whether or not we could be Mako. We could allow survivors who were married to let these women who are married, they, they cannot uh, find their husbands and there's no record of them um, being murdered. Uh, so then, could we, could we allow them to remarry where there's so much communication and there's mail and there's other forms of communication that uh, we could use this as an added factor uh, to be Mako, um, to, to say that uh, to say that there's no longer a Maim Shkain Lam Sof. We're able, it's such a small world that we're able to, to see everybody. Um, just one other point uh, is that I heard, I didn't see this anywhere, but I heard that Rav Nutter Greenblatt, so he, he has, he has a, a slightly different take on, slightly different take on this, uh, slightly different point, where he says that uh, because uh, it, he says it's basically impossible to, uh, in order to, to to remove yourself from the map so that nobody could find out where you are today, you have to have months and months and months of planning to do that. And even if you do that, it's a low chance that you could really fall off the map, right? To really do that, you need to have a significant amount of time of planning. Um, and so he says that if it's a scenario, again, these are all tragic situations, but if it's a scenario like 9-11 or other scenarios where something just happens suddenly without... Uh, without notice, the chances of them actually falling off the map are so, so small. They're so, so small that a person could just, if the person was really alive and, and uh, surviving somewhere, so then uh, it's, it's impossible for them, for us not to track them down somehow through, uh, through cameras that are on the streets everywhere and um, uh, through uh, their identity and just uh, finding out about them. There's a way, there's, it's impossible for a person to just uh, fall off the map. Um, so that's where we've not Greenblatt. Many poskim say that we shouldn't rely on this completely. This would sort of uproot the entire Gemara completely. That we no longer have a, a case of Mayim She'en Lam Sof, but this could be used as a sniff. This could be used as an added factor uh, to, to be mako, to, to be lenient, and to allow her to remarry this factor that really the entire world is, uh, is a Mayim She'en Lam Sof, that uh, we're able to, to find, never contacted us. If, if the person really survived, so then they should contact us. They should contact somebody. Why isn't that, it, could that be used as a svara to be 
to as or sniff or a svar to say that the person must have passed away, must have died, uh, because otherwise they would have contacted, they would have contacted, they would have reached out to us. So it's interesting. <laughs> I think I think that svar is used, but it's in a limited number of cases. We have two adim trey trey about whether or not uh, the husband died. So the Gemara says, "Harezu lotinase." They can't get married. We have two Adam who contradict each other about whether or not he died. Can't get married. The halacha is, though, if she gets married, she went against halacha, she doesn't have to get divorced. When we have two Adam contradicting each other. So the Gemara asks, I don't understand, skipping a few lines. How could she stay married? How could she stay married? We have a tray tray. The halacha is that if it's a tray tray, it's still a suffix. It's a suffix. You have to bring an ashram talui. So they should they should have to uh, they should have to get divorced. Why should why should we allow them to stay married? In such a scenario, scenario you'd have to bring an ashram talui. So the Gemara answers, no. In this case, there's no ashram talui. Amar of Sheishas, The case is where she got married to one of the Aden. She married one of the witnesses, and you only bring an ashram talui if you don't know if you yourself are misupak. So then that's when you bring an ashram talui. The aide who said that the husband died. He doesn't bring an Ashim Talui. He knows. He knows that the husband died. So the Gemara says, fine, that works for the aid. But what about the wife? He goofed up Ashim Talui Kami. She doesn't know. All she sees, she comes to bathe and she sees there's a tray of tray. Two witnesses said that the husband died. Two witnesses, two witnesses said the husband didn't die. So the Gemara says, Bomaris Barili. The case is, is where she says, Barili, I know, he, I know, I know something. I know something. So the Ritva says, what does she say that I know? The Ritva says, I know he died. I know he died. And so and so she's allowed to marry the aid. It's not an Ashram Tali because she herself knows. She says, I know with certainty that he died. The aid knows that he died. The husband knows that he died. The, she knows that he died. There's two other witnesses who say that, that he didn't die. But there's no Ashram Tali because it's Bari Lee, says the Ritva, that I know that he died. Rashi doesn't say this. That's the Ritva. But Rashi says, what is Bari Lee? Bari Lee is not that I know that he died. Bari Lee is ain't leaving no ilu haya kayam haya ba. If he was alive, he would have come back. He would have communicated. He would have said something. He would have come back. It's Bari Lee that I know that he would have come back. It's not, I don't know whether, I, I, I don't know whether he died. I, I, I wasn't there to know whether he died. This is what the wife says. But I know that he would have, he would have said something to me. He would have come back. He would have communicated. He would have done something. And the, the Ritva explaining the opinion of Rashi, again, there's a lot to, to think about here, but the Ritva explaining Rashi says, why, does Rashi, why doesn't Rashi say the simple explanation that I know that he died? The reason is, is because of what we said in the beginning. If she said, I know he died, she's believed. She's automatically believed. There's nothing to talk about. She comes to Bezin and she says, I know my husband died. She's believed. Daiko Mitzvah, we, we believe her. And so Rashi can't give that case because Rashi can't give a case where we automatically believe him. Rashi has to give a case where it's in between. It's an in between. We wouldn't believe her. It wouldn't be sufficient for us to allow her to get married. But it's enough to be a Bariali to say it's not an Ashim Talu. For herself, for her, it won't be an Ashim Talu. So it's not enough. It's not enough for us to allow her to get married, for her to say, I have the factor that he would have, he would have come back. He would have said something. He would have sent a note. He would have done something. That's not enough to say that uh, she could remarry, but it's enough of a Bari Lee to allow her to rely on the Aden. 
It's enough for her to say, I know that he would have communicated with me. It's not enough uh, to, to allow her to remarry, but it's enough to rely on other Edim and to, to not have to bring in Ashram Tov. It removes that suffix. So it accomplishes something, but it wouldn't accomplish everything. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be uh, a sufficient uh, Raya to say that she, on her own, if there were no Edim, to allow her to remarry. So that's what, that's what the Gemara Nksubi says. Okay. Now, so in the end, they, according to the Gemara Nksubis, it uh, it wouldn't be enough, but but it would be a factor for Bariyali if we had uh, if we had a tray of tray if we had witnesses contradicting each other. Now there's a Gemara in Yevamos and Kuftes Tes that I think seems to say slightly differently, or you have to explain it. The Gemara says as follows: We have a following story. It's the the wedding day. The Chassan and Kala they're getting married, and there's there's a fire. Uh, where they are, in the garden or in the, where in the, in the bridal room, uh, there, there's a fire taking place. Amrlu, so she escapes to be to Besu. She says, "My husband's in the fire. He's on the wedding day." She says, "My husband's in the fire." Asu, so people go in after the fire and they see They see two things. They see that there's there's terrible situation uh, on the wedding day itself. They see a dead body, and they also see a hand that uh, a hand was, was was burnt off, and they see uh, also a hand there that was burnt off. So what do we do in this situation? There must have been two people there, right? We have one dead body and a burnt hand. There were two people there, uh, but but is it, who's who's the who's the who's who's the person who has the dead body and who has who's the person who has the hand? So Savar of Chia Bar Avin Lemeimar Hainu Yishinu Lainu Bayis Yishinu Lainu Mara Chia Bar Avin says that we have to be machmer in this case, just like. We start off with in the beginning of like, it's a case of a fire. So it's a case of a fire in a house. We're machmir. We say that uh, we say that there, we have to be machmir to say that there's a chance that he he escaped somehow. So in this case too, we have to be machmir. That's what Rav Baravan says. Amar Rava Midam, Rava says no. There's a difference between these cases. Why? A few differences. Hasam lo First of all, this is not a case. She's telling us he's there. He's in the fire as the fire is happening. So in in a regular case. She's not, we're not witnessing this and saying, seeing her saying that the husband's there. She's coming after the fact to Bayesden and she's saying that I know my husband was in a fire. So we're concerned. Maybe she she misread the, the situation or the husband somehow was able to escape and she didn't see it. But in this case, we, we're we all there. We're present at the wedding and she's yelling and she's screaming that her husband's in the fire itself. That's a factor to consider, uh, to take seriously. The ode. Furthermore, says we have we have proof. He says, he says, we have proof. In other cases, we don't have a body. Here we have a body. There's a body here. So, so that's another factor. And, and, and she's saying that, that her husband's there. Chances are that that's the husband. So if Chia Baravin says back, no. Baravin says no. Maybe you could explain the situation as follows. Somebody else went to save him. That's the that's the dead body that we have in front of us in the fire from the fire, and the hand belongs to uh, the hand belongs to the to, to the to the husband. And then he adds a few lines. He could have just stopped there. He says, "And the hand belongs to the husband, so maybe the husband did survive." But he adds, "Umachmas kisufa alma." Out of embarrassment, the husband is not coming back because he has a mom. He has a, he has a blemish. 
He has a mum that he no longer has a hand. He's so embarrassed, he's not going to come back. Why do you have to say that? And let's say that wasn't the case. Let's say that wasn't the case. It wouldn't be sufficient proof to, to just say that there must have been two people here. Who says that the dead body that's in front of us is the husband? Why, 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 why does he have to come along and why does, why does uh, Rufi Abraham have to come along and say, you know what? It's his hand and he's embarrassed to come back. Well, with the fact that the hand, obviously the first body is so, so crisp. It's been burnt to such a crisp. You can't even tell if there's digits on it at all, or if there's appendages on it. Right. Otherwise, right. Cause in other words, the first body is Harucha. It's it's right. the shape and form of a body, but you can't even distinguish, right? So right. otherwise, you might say, I think that okay, well, this hand is connected to this body. The fact that you know, the, the, right? But but the point is, the hand is in a better shape than the body. The body that's choruch is in gansen farbrent that you can't detect anything. Otherwise, will be poshut to say there weren't. Where would you be machadish two people? The reason why you're machadish two people is because the hand. Is in a different matzav than the than the rest of the, the than this charred remains. The charred uh, remains, right? Because otherwise, if you could see two hands on the the charred remains, and here's a third hand, that's a raya muchrachas that there was a, another person here. The problem was was that the charred remains don't even indicate the hands. It's it's the skeletal structure in a way, but not enough to indicate. He left. Why does he have to explain that? Because he's embarrassed. That's why he's not coming back. He left. Why does it? Why does he have to continue and say, "Oh, and out of embarrassment, he's not coming back"? It seems a little bit. It seems a little bit to imply that really there is a factor here. Potentially, there's a factor here that we should ask. Well, how? This is his wedding day. This is his wife. Why? How is he not returning on his wedding day? How is he not returning? Right. If if he really survived, so then he should be here. Where Where did he go? So he has to explain. That no, he's not. He's not coming back. It's Machmas Kisufa. The reason why he's not here on his wedding day here is because I he has to he has to explain a reason as to why he's not coming back. This is his wedding day, so he has he has to give a reason why he's not coming back to uh, to to come back to his wedding. And so he says out of embarrassment. So there's a svarah. You could come up with a reason to say why he's not coming back out of since this just happened to him and he has this mum now. He's too embarrassed to come back, but he has to give a reason as to why he's not coming back. Right. So you want to say that this is a raya of Aryeh that connected the svara that a person will always come back and tell stuff, tell us stuff. That's what you're saying? Yeah. In in a regular case, um, I don't know about a regular case, but in, in certain situations, let's say on a wedding day, the, the fact that he didn't come back potentially and he doesn't communicate with us potentially is a raya. It's a raya that, that, that he's not alive because otherwise he would have come back unless I could come up with reasons. And maybe many cases yeah, I could yeah. come up with reasons. Well, Hara, any any you're 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 assuming here, which I, I I like it because it has a certain you know romantic drama that it has to do with the bazillion of the chasson. But maybe I any think... sort maybe any sort of of injury where the person fell or right could have generated some sort of some sort of pagam in his body that he has kisuf of coming back, right? Yeah, I'm I'm you're 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 inserting in here the detail of the wedding specifically, and that's why Nebuch, I can't. I'm not Romeo anymore. I look like the Hunchback of Notre Dame, so I can't come back, and therefore that's why he's not here. I hear, I, 
I hear the point. I hear the point. Yeah, I was I was assuming that. I hear the point. But but the main point is, the question has to be asked. Why isn't he communicating with us? And we have to have an answer. We have to have an answer. Right. So in a situation where the event that occurred might have maimed him to a point that he that he's monstrous looking, that for care it could be a could be a terror. It could be why he's not coming back. Why? Right. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. You're right. You're right. I was assuming it's the wedding day, but you're right. You could say that, but. But in the end of the day, there, you have to give some explanation. But my point is that it is a factor to consider, and you have to explain in all scenarios. It could be that in all scenarios, you're right, that uh, the fact that he has uh, he has this blemish and he's so embarrassed because of it, so then that's why that's not why he's coming back. In, in all scenarios, it could be, but the the question has to be asked. Yeah, I'm uh, also wondering. Is, I'm also wondering, Varye, that it's interesting. Chazal understood what you're pointing out that he would have come back. He would say something. Many times, I think what we're worried about is that the person is is not even in his das to be able. He's he's alive. He's on a respirator. Whatever it is, he's alive, but he's not the same person anymore. The event has been so. The the event has turned him into a, a, a non communicative, just barely alive person. But that's enough to answer an ashes ish. It's interesting that that doesn't play a role here at all. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just I'm just yeah, throwing no, that out. Yeah. Right? Because it, it's an interesting point. When events like this happen, like what's well, Moshe? Let's say the classic my main limb safe. Okay, we dragged him out of the river, but there's been brain damage, right? We dragged him out of the river, but the the uh, the water got into his lungs and he wasn't able to breathe. And whatever, however, the biological machinations work, he's uh, he's alive, but he can't talk, he can't move, and he can't do anything. I think that that happens a lot. Yeah, Actually, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's interesting it's, that Chazal didn't um, where when Yehuda is talking. He says, "Vachiv Mace. And Rashi says, "Vachiv Mace, He says, "My brother died, Yosef. My brother Yosef died." Apashit says, "Like Rashi, that uh, he he flustered and uh, out of, or out of out of fear." Um, he said, "Vachiv Mace. The but the Meshachachma says, "No, that uh, he was. This is what really, he really thought, and and this is what he really believed in. So he viewed it as fact." And he says, "Amru Kain." If Yosef was alive, he for sure would have told his father. The fact that he didn't, he quotes Rashi and Subas that we mentioned about Barili. He says the fact that he didn't means that it's Barili that Achiv makes. From Yehuda's perspective, it's Barili. It's not just that he was doing it because of the situation that he was in. And he didn't really believe it. No, he really believed that Yosef died because if Yosef was really alive, so then. He would have. He would have. Uh, he would have told. I, I think it could be medayik a little bit in the lashon of Meshachokma that he says Yosef Oviv. In other words, every situation is different, right? If you have a if you have a prodigal son who's not so into his father, it wouldn't be that way. Yeah. So, in other words, the idea of and that could be the the shot in the rashing suvas too. She can do it because she knows this she knows, relationship she that she had. Yeah, there's there's other ways. It's, right? it's you can't kind yeah. of every situation is different for sure, for sure. Every situation you have to know every situation. So, so knowing the having an umdana based on what you knew they were, then you could say barili. Then you could say yeah, yeah, for sure. But without sure. that, without that, yeah, you can't just say stum. You can't say stum. Yeah, you have to know. You have to know that because they had such a close relationship. So for sure, they would have reached out to us. For everybody here, the clarity and the uh, the bringing this. Nebuch, a, a scenario of death, but bringing it so much to life. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.